You're listening to Through the Fire Podcast, where we talk about trauma, transparency, and triumph. Has a life-altering event left you confused, broken, and bruised? Guess what? You're not alone, and this is not the end. Join us as we discuss experiences with traumatic and tragic seasons, what we're learning, how we're overcoming, and how you can too. We're your hosts, Montez Dove and Cedricia Thomas, and we're talking beauty for ashes, y'all. Hello, everyone, and again, welcome to Through the Fire. Today, we'll be talking about we're all in this together. We're going to be talking about topics such as isolation and how different trauma makes you feel like you're by yourself and you're going through by yourself. But we want to assure you today that you are never alone. There's absolutely nothing new under the sun. What you're going through, someone has already been through, they're going through, and they're going to get through it just as you are. We just want to talk today about you're not alone, but we do understand the feelings of isolation. We just want you to know that life is happening to everybody and no one's exempt. So we just want to just encourage you through community and let you know that we're all in this together. Dreesy, you can join in at any time and just share some moments of isolation that you felt over the last couple of years, and we'll go from there. Well, at first, it makes me think of that song. I think, is it from High School Musical? You know what song I'm talking about, Miss Moni? It's from Disney. Oh, we're all in this. Hey, there we go. There we go. There we go. That's what I keep thinking about. Before we go into personal, we're all in this together. I really wanted us to set the tone too. Although trauma has layers and different varieties, I guess we should say, we want everybody to know that this is a no judgment zone. Okay. Again, we are building community here. No trauma is too small or insignificant and your feelings are valid. Miss Money, let's touch a little bit on what this podcast is not. What you got? Okay. As we were setting up the tone and setting the standard for the podcast, I just took like the example of Miss Oprah Winfrey. She's always had like an educational show, a very transformative show, informative show, just a show with a standard. And she just never wanted to be looked at as being maybe a Jerry Springer show or a Mari show with a lot of drama. So that's kind of what we want to do as well. We want people to know that we just have standards to the show and it's not about bashing anyone. It's not about putting anyone down. It's not about any type of drama, any type of tea or anything like that. We're just here to help community and build community. So I think that's just important for people to know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. Ms. Moni asked me a question. What are some moments where I felt isolated? There were plenty of moments where I felt isolated the last two years, and I think it was for various reasons. One of them that I realized is that trauma can mute you. You can go silent. And I know that there were moments that I absolutely went silent because I was exhausted. I was either exhausted from trying to figure out what was going on with my body, exhausted from all of these doctor's appointments and trying to explain it not only to doctors, but to friends, to loved ones, to family, exhausted because I never stopped working and I had a job to do. So I know that I went mute. 
But throughout the whole experience, I was still keeping people up to date with how I was doing. But I realized that I didn't quite know what to say sometimes because I was just muted and felt isolated and felt alone. I also felt like I was just in this cloud and I was in this tornado and it was just circling around me. And so when people will ask, well, what do you need? Do you need anything? Let me know if you need anything. I didn't know what I needed. And so I think those moments, although people may be saying, let me know if you need anything or do you need anything? Although people could be asking that, it's like you still feel alone. You still feel isolated because I couldn't verbalize what I needed. I didn't know what I needed. Now, in hindsight, looking back, I'm like, well, things like maybe somebody giving me like a meal prep, (laughs) like prepping meals and food and things like that. So I wouldn't have to stand over a stove or cook or I wouldn't have to think about that meals food and things like that would have been helpful during that time. And I'm sure I could think of other things as well. But when you are so deep into the trauma of a thing, you really do feel silent. You feel muted. Although people can be asking you questions like, are you okay? Do you need anything? You can still feel alone. And I think that goes to show that you can be around people and still feel alone. People can be married and still feel alone. People can have a huge family of siblings, parents, Etc., and still feel alone. So, I think that those were some moments there where I felt isolated. And also, there was no one around me that was going through what I was going through. It took me almost a year and a half to find a support group of ladies that I absolutely love, where we have all experienced this same thing. Now, all of our symptoms don't look the same, although there are similarities, there are differences in our symptoms, but our experience. In the medical field, with medical professionals, our experiences with our bodies are very similar. Sometimes we just get it, right? And people who haven't experienced it don't necessarily get it. Although, you know, you feel isolated, it takes stepping out, again, that word, being transparent and finding others that share a similar story to you that make you really figure out, you know what, we are all in this together. Those are just some moments there where I did have some isolation. Dreesy, as you're speaking, I'm thinking sometimes also that we can self-isolate for different reasons. Yes. I'm just thinking about my own journey and some of the reasons that I might have self-isolated as well. Because going through a traumatic time or a hard time, it's not easy at all. And a lot of times, depend on what the trauma is from or what the trauma is about, it can make you feel a lot of different things and it makes you withdraw. So a few things that came to mind when you were talking about isolation is just having trust issues. Oh, yeah. Having trust issues will have you withdrawn and isolated. Also, sometimes just the shameness or embarrassment of a thing can have you isolated And the culture we live in today, where people are so self-centered and so cynical and so nonchalant about another person, you can actually feel that someone doesn't even care. Oh, definitely. So you would definitely self-isolate as well. A lot of times when we're going through different things, we need someone with some genuine concern. I think that's why it's so important that we're creating something like this and creating community where people can come together and encourage each other through beautiful ashes testimonies, through our stories, other people's stories, 
And it's a place where people aren't judged by what they're going through. Because a lot of times when we go through things, it can be embarrassing. It can be embarrassing for a person to lose their health. Mm-hmm. It can be embarrassing for a person to lose their job. It can definitely be embarrassing for a person to go through a divorce in just these different hard times. So I think that's just part of healing right there that somebody can have a safe place that they can confide in, or even if they never email us, just a place you can listen in, right? hear that you're not the only one going through something. You're not the only one. It's just something that's very encouraging about that. And we are all in this together. And when you say all in this, we're all in life together and life doesn't discriminate. We're not exempt. We're all going through something or all have been through something. Yeah. And I love the saying that says, if you are in a valley, mm-hmm. you're just coming out of one or you heading into one. <laughs> if yeah. you're not in a victory or you're not headed to a mountain season, you're coming out of one or you're heading into one. So I like when you say there, you know, there are cycles and that's what life is. It's cycles. And there are isolation types. And I love how you talked about self-isolation. So we have times where we isolate ourselves, right? Times where we're just in a season of isolation. And a lot of us were in seasons of isolation because quarantine, right? Or not going to work like you typically would, working from home or not doing a lot of in-person activity. So a lot of us felt that isolation on that level. But I would do want to type on that self-isolation a little bit more. And I think for me, although a lot of us were already isolated, right? So I had the one layer of isolation where we had to, right? They said social distance. They said quarantine. They said limit the amount of people, no large gatherings. And Before all of this, let me tell you, I was on a plane, I was traveling, I was on the road. For me, I had that level of isolation because of what was happening with the pandemic. But then I also had the self-isolation because the more I walked through this thing, I realized that I felt misunderstood. I think we touched on the fact that you can tell when people just don't get it. You can tell when people just don't care. And so when those vibes would come up, I will go mute. I will go silent. Or I just wouldn't say anything about it to certain people because I did feel misunderstood or I did feel like, oh, I'm a freak or I'm weird. Although I love to be around people, I also loved my alone time. But that time that I loved around people changed drastically because then I really, really thought about the fact that, okay, everybody's comfort level with this thing is different. And I didn't want to be around people who were massless, who weren't social distancing, who possibly were acting like nothing was happening. And I came to the realization that that's okay because they haven't had their experience with their health like I've had with mine. So their comfort levels and how cautious they are are going to be different than mine. But I also had to respect how I was feeling. So if it involved being real close up in people's face, massless or not being able to social distance, I wasn't there. So a lot of the activities that I did before, I was not doing and still am not doing just yet because I realized that I'm healing and that I have to pick up the pieces. Dr. Tama Bryant said something really good. She says, after you go through a traumatic or a challenging season, don't be so quick to rush back into who you were. She said, rest, heal, and figure out which pieces belong to you now and which don't. And that's where I'm at right now is figuring out, okay, what am I going to add back? As my comfort level increases and increases and increases as I heal and heal, what am I going to add back? 
But I think those feelings of being misunderstood and then also me having to really understand this fact that I am uncomfortable around a lot of people right now. I had to take that into consideration. And I think, yes, that did add into the self-isolation of things for sure, because I never, ever wanted to be as sick as I was early January 2020 or early 2020. I didn't want to experience that again. I knew that my risk levels were different from other people. Yes, ma'am. And also when you were talking, just the word healing is really standing out to me that a lot of people, they don't take time to heal after certain traumatic events and stuff like that. They just keep it moving because that's what society and culture has taught us. Just keep it moving. Just keep it moving. And a lot of times we are broken, bruised and different things like that. And we just need to pause, take time to reflect, take time to heal from certain things. I know that I had to do that as far as healing was concerned. And a lot of times you can't heal by yourself. Right. And sometimes it's okay to ask for help to heal. Just like when I was grieving, I was heavily grieving and I was just carrying it and suppressing it. And I know that time heals, but I also knew that if I didn't deal with this grief that I was carrying, it could have possibly led into a long season of depression or brought on depression or something like that. So I had enough courage to reach out to a grief therapist so she could assist me with healing and dealing with some of the feelings that I was feeling. I was isolated in that moment, but I also knew when to reach out for help. And it's okay to reach out for help. Definitely. When we're going through different things. And sometimes even after a bad breakup or relationship, you need time to heal. Absolutely. Yeah. So that was standing out to me. Just take time to heal. And sometimes now different isolations are very necessary because sometimes it is a time where you need to separate. Absolutely. And isolate so that you can get back in alignment with life and heal and come forth better than you were before. Yes, ma'am. That's good. So now we'll share with you all just a few statistics that really show that we are all in this together. So we know that a lot has happened these last couple of years. Although there's been a lot of divorces, there's also has been a lot of marriages. Although there's been a lot of job loss, there's also been a lot of people who have been able to secure jobs. Although there's been a lot of deaths, there's also been a lot of life. So we just want to share a couple of stats with you just to really shed some light on the fact that we are all in this together. So deaths, with COVID alone, there have been over 770,000 deaths as it is related to COVID in the U.S. Of course, this number has risen. And then based on the Congressional Research Service, it says that when it was April 2020, unemployment reached 14.8%, the highest since data collection began in 1948. So I want to talk to people who maybe lost their jobs and let you know that that statistic alone, hopefully you know that you aren't alone. I want to talk to people who have lost loved ones and friends, family members, and let you know that you aren't alone. Now, that doesn't make it easier. That doesn't necessarily make the pain go away. But again, it's this idea of just building more of that community and letting you know that we are all in this together. Although our this may look different for each one of us and may be different for each one of us, it still connects in some way. You know, we're all connected. 
And so I just wanted to share those statistics, Ms. Moni. Okay, very good. All right. Well, I hope everyone is encouraged. Everyone's uplifted to know that someone is with you in your journey and you're not alone. Here we are creating community and we're going to get through this together. Thank you for joining us this week on Through the Fire podcast. You can check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Through the Fire podcast. You can also connect with Montez at The Poetic INSP and on Facebook as Montez Dove. You can connect with Cedricia on Instagram and Facebook at Cedricia Thomas. Be sure to subscribe to the show to catch new episodes every Thursday and leave us a comment or review. Thank you for listening and see you next week.